0: Hey, how in the world are you? This is Donnie Copeland sitting in for Doc Washburn, and you are have found the Doc Washburn Podcast. And we are so thankful that you've joined us. This is episode 160, and uh, we're going to be talking today about pot, guns, hypocrisy, and lies. And uh, we're going to talk about the uh, full-on attack to take your guns, and, uh, and yet there's this widespread, uh, movement to legalize pot. And I'm going to show you today from an article with, uh, Alex Berenson and other supporting documents, uh, how detrimental pot is to our society. We kind of knew it innately, uh, but most of us have kind of bought into the lie. That pot was this, you know, benign, uh, whatever, a uh, benign and, and harmless drug. And then some people will say, well, pot is a gateway drug. It's really not, not harmful, but it, it is a gateway drug. And I'm going to, I'm going to uh, show you today that, uh, pot is a scourge, uh, on this, uh, on, on this nation. And then I'm going to show you the hypocrisy and then just the downright ball-faced flat-footed lies that are being told, not just by the left. And uh, don't, don't, don't think about it for a minute uh, when Mitch McConnell has John Cornyn, uh, he's tasking him with something to do with guns. I don't trust him as far as I can throw them, and I can't pick him up. So, uh, I hope you stay tuned with us today. As always, we are Thrilled to have you with us. And, uh, Doc will be back on Monday. So pumped about that. And, uh, been talking to him and he's been feeding me a lot of of great information. And so we'll be talking about that here, uh, in, uh, just a short while. And, uh, let me, let me get plugged in here. Sorry about this. I, uh, let's see if I can't do this here just a second uh but we're just so thankful that you joined us there there we go hopefully that's a little um but we're just uh thankful to chat uh here also very thankful for our sponsors we have some great sponsors here on the show and we're just very very thankful for all of them and uh, they do a phenomenal job uh in uh Supporting us and, uh, we, of course, Red River Your Way is, uh, one of our main sponsors. Uh, then also Justin Minton Law and, uh, MyFamilyHealthPlan.com. And then we have Edwards Jones and that's Jonathan Presswood, uh, here in Arkansas. And then lastly, we have TurnMyPowerOn.com. And is the Upper uh, Central Arkansas Upper Cervical Center, and uh, we are thankful to all of our sponsors and what they mean to us. They are a uh, they are a, a godsend, and we uh, we appreciate them so very much. Looking forward again to Doc being back in the saddle in front of the microphone on Monday. And so I'm going to be with you uh, today and a couple of shows over the weekend to get us caught up. And uh, then he'll kick us off on Monday and looking forward to a great, got some great interviews lined up and uh, working on some more. So it's going to be going to be some good stuff. So, again, we are so very uh, thankful for you. Uh, No doubt you've been listening and uh, ad nauseum to all of the gun Control stuff and, uh, listen, don't, don't get it twisted. It's not going to be just, uh, just Democrats. It's going to be Republicans because they, they don't understand one, the Constitution. Two, uh, it's too much common sense to, to think this through and think, wait a minute, if we take guns because no one uh, that's a law-abiding citizen is shooting up a school. No one that's a law-abiding citizen is, is taking innocent lives. It's criminals. Criminals are not, there's, there's millions upon millions of guns in this na- in this nation. If you want to look at what a, uh, air, or what our nation looks like, uh, when we do the kind of gun control that liberals want, uh, Go to Chicago, and people say, "Well, you know," and and I I see this man. I, I don't want to hear about Chicago. Well, you're gonna hear about it. And the reason you're gonna hear about it is because that's what you want. You want uh, a place where criminals can have guns, but law-abiding citizens cannot have guns. Um, and uh, I, I, I'm I'm gonna be one that's not going to uh, opine. I, I've been reading all the stuff that you have from Uvalde. And I've seen the, the text, uh, uh, on, or, or the twi- tweets, uh, from people, uh, to the police. And I think there's, I don't mind talking about it whatsoever. Uh, and it seems like I wasn't there. I don't know as much information, but it just seems like there was a real, real, um, uh, Things were not handled the way they need to be handled. Now, far be it from me to say, man, you needed to run that building, uh, whatever, uh, you know, that's just, uh, you know, whether I would have done that or not, or whether you would have in the moment, uh, we all would like to think we would have done everything possible to save those precious children, uh, but, I, I'm just, you know, one, I think this is such a, uh, you know, tragic thing and, um, what, what you would do in that moment. I, I know what needed to have been done. I know what should have been done, but what those particular people, you know, me giving them advice are saying, I would have done this or that. I just, I'm, I'm not going to go there. But I will say this, I think it is clear that uh that th- there is um th- there was needless uh bloodshed on on in Uvalde, texas and uh that 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 did not have to end that way should not have ended that way and uh I will leave it there um so uh you know one thing was that the and again, it's easy to, to sit back now, but I'm going to tell you as, as a, as a leader, if you're a leader of anything, especially a school and you're responsible for children, I think you got to think about the worst case scenario and, uh, and that that school reportedly or allegedly was unlocked and, and this, uh, maniac just walked in is, uh, you know, that just, it, it can't happen. And it's, it's too late to fix it now. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's too late to fix it now. Uh, also I've heard, uh, some, some reports about the Kevlar vest. I've read reports about the two reportedly brand new AR-15s and the multiple clips of ammunition, which is very expensive by the way. Uh, also a report of a, uh, new or almost brand new Pick up, um, that the, uh, hom- homicidal maniac was driving. Um, and so, uh, you know, I mean, the guy could have been selling dope. I don't know. One, one thing I do know, and that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about pot, guns, hypocrisy, and lies. And one thing that I do know is that we're going opposite directions where we should be going in our nation, uh, regarding pot or cannabis and guns, there is this onslaught to restrict the sale and the use of guns. And then on the other hand, there is this onslaught of support, uh, for cannabis and pot to be uh, more widely available and legal. And, uh, and I think it is both are a terrible, terrible Terrible mistake. I, I want to start you out with a an article rather from uh, Psychology Today. It's a fifty year study finds possible casual link between cannabis and cannabis, pot, marijuana are all interchangeable. There's some nuances there, but uh, for all practical purposes, when we talk about cannabis, we're talking about pot. When we talk about pot, we're talking about marijuana. Uh, but it says there's a, in psychology today, the headline is marijuana use may increase violent behavior. A 50-year study finds possible casual casual link between cannabis and later violence. Again, cannabis and marijuana being used interchangeably. New research published online in advance of print uh, in the Journal of uh, Psychological Medicine concludes that persistent use of cannabis May cause violent behavior as a result of changes in brain function due to smoking weed over many years. Researchers have long debated a possible link between use of marijuana and violent crime. In contrast to alcohol, meth, and many other illegal drugs, the mellowing effects of cannabis seem unsuited to promote violent, in promoting violent behavior. However, ample previous research has linked marijuana Marijuana used rather to increase violent behavior, uh, and so I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm not going to read all of that. We may come back. Uh, I'll go ahead and post this uh, article uh, on our uh, Facebook page so that you'll have it, and so I will. I will do that for you, and uh, you can go there and read it. What I would like to do is I would love to. Um, I, I would love to read you some of what Alex Berenson is saying about, uh, marijuana and about its effect on, uh, on these violent, uh, criminals, uh, and homicidal, uh, homicidal maniacs, uh, if you will. Uh, and so I would like to, I'd like to pull that up if, if possible. Uh, and, uh, and just talk about it here just for a moment. Uh, if you don't read Alex Berenson, you, you can't find him on Twitter. I don't think even on Facebook. Uh, he's a former New York Times reporter, author of 13 novels, three nonfiction books, and the unreported truth booklets. Uh, his newest book, Pandemia, uh, on the coronavirus and our response to it was published on November the 30th. He's a former, as I said, New York Times reporter. But you can find him over at substack.com, substack.com. And, uh, and so you'll, uh, you'll see some, uh, one, one thing that, you know, a lot of times you can, you can, uh, tell what the truth is by either what the media says or what they don't say, or sometimes what they say and then try to unsay it. And that's exactly the, uh, the case here and over at Substack, Alex Berenson, that's B-E-R-E-N-S-O-N, Alex, A-E-A-L-E-X, Alex AlexBerenson.Substack.com. Um, it says the New York Times has edited out reference to Salvador Ramos's cannabis use. The Times main story on the Uvalde shooting as of approximately 5 PM yesterday. Uh, let's see here. Um, uh, uh, co-workers, uh, were, who were bigger than him. She said, uh, was picked on by co-workers who were bigger than him. She said, and Mrs. Rodriguez recalled, he would often talk about how much he despised his mother and grandmother, whom he told her, talk about his counselor, I believe. I did not let him smoke weed or do what he wanted. Um, let's see. He would curse at the customers, at the managers, even at me, said Jocelyn Rodriguez, an employee at the Wendy's restaurant uh, where uh Ramos worked. She recalled that once he told her, I'm going to shoot up the Wendy's, but she never took his threat seriously. I thought he was jo- uh, joking. Two weeks ago, she said he stopped showing up to work. Um and so uh, what what is is important here is the original New York Times story uh, pointed out the cannabis use, uh, the heavy cannabis use of uh, of Salvador Ramos, the hom- homicidal maniac. Uh, and so. Uh, but what I would, what I would like to do, uh, is talk about the, uh, the link between cannabis, uh, and violence. And I think it's, it's very, very, uh, real and, uh, cannabis causes psychosis and psychosis leads to violence, uh, See, this is May 25th. Again, this is unreported truths with Alex Berenson. Yep, there it is. The first reference to cannabis used by Salvador Ramos, the Texas elementary school killer in the New York Times. It took 24 hours to give or take. And Mrs. Rodriguez recalled he would often talk about how he missed how he despised his mother and grandmother and they wouldn't let him smoke weed. Um, but, uh, here's the thing. Uh, it was known that that Salvador Ramos uh, smoked a lot of weed, but Salvador Ramos was not the only one that smoked a lot of weed. There was a young man by the name of Nicholas Cruz, the Florida high school shooter, was a heavy user, and told the police detectives who interviewed him that he heard voices. Devin Patrick Kelly, who shot up a Texas church and killed 26 people in 2017 before killing himself, had THC in his system when he died. Kelly had anti-anxiety drugs too. A lot of heavy cannabis users wind up using Xanax, Clonopin to try to tamp down their paranoia. Daryl Brooks Jr., last seen allegedly racing through Waukesha Christmas Parade, was a self-described stoner. And, uh, that's in quotations. Meanwhile, cities like Portland, Oregon have suffered an explosion and violence following the legalization of cannabis. Portland had 16 murders in 2013. Okay, I want you to get this. Portland had 16 murders in 2013, the year before voters in Oregon approved full legalization. Last year, Oregon had... Uh, Portland, I'm sorry, had 90 murders. It's on pace to even have more in 2022. It has gone from being one of the safest medium-sized cities in the United States to one of the most dangerous. And Denver has had a similar trend. Denver records, uh, records, I'm sorry, Denver records the highest number of homicides since 1981. Again, as arguments, domestic violence, drug fueled killings. Uh, increase. Uh, this is March 18th, 2022. This is Co- Colorado News, Crime and Public Safety. Obviously, the legalization of cannabis is not only is not the only or even the main driver of this new American violence wave. Broader criminal justice reform and the way Democratic politicians have undercut undercut and discouraged the police. Are probably even larger factors, but its role is increasingly obvious to anyone who cares to look. Here's the bottom line, okay? Cannabis causes psychosis, and psychosis causes violence. Um, and then there is a uh, there's a b- booklet out. Uh, actually, the forward was written by Malcolm Gladwell. And it says, uh, this is by Alex Berenson. The name of the book is Tell Your Children the Truth About Marijuana, Mental Illness, and Violence. Uh, and so uh, uh, here's what Malcolm Gladwell wrote. He said, uh, Alex Berenson has a reporter's tenacity, a, novelist, a novelist's imagination. And on and an outsider's knock, knack. I'm sorry for uh, asking uh, intemperate questions. The result is disturbing, and so uh, this this book is is very very powerful. Now you'll have people that will man def- they will defend marijuana to the end of the earth, uh, and I want to go back to the psychology today. Uh, Article. Okay, Um, the sticky problem in such uh, studies is, is the existence of how many confounding factors are involved in interpreting the correlation that is between marijuana and violence. It is very difficult to determine whether any statistical correlation between marijuana use and violent behavior represents a casual link or whether instead the two are associated through some other factors such as socioeconomic status, personality traits, and many other variables that are related to the propensity to use marijuana. Moreover, the casual relationship between smoking and pot and violent behavior could be in exactly the opposite direction. That is individuals who are involved in violence or who commit criminal offenses may also be people who are more open to using marijuana. After all, marijuana is an illegal substance. In most places, so people with antisocial personality traits and those with tendencies toward lawlessness may be the type of individuals inclined to be more open to obtaining and using uh, these are the illegal substance. Uh, not so concludes neuroscientist uh, Tabia Tabia Scholer at King's College in London. Uh, Together, the results of the present study provide support for a casual relationship between exposure to cannabis and the subsequent violent outcomes across a major part of the lifespan. Uh, so let's examine the evidence provided by this new study. And we'll get into this uh, Cambridge study uh, here uh, after the break. But uh, what I want us to see is we look at uh, the, the different shooters. We look at the different uh, people that... Have been violent you're going to see a a common thread that is uh, a lot of really heavy uh, marijuana use and uh, because marijuana use uh, causes psychosis it causes uh, schizophrenia Uh, also what happens is when you uh, ingest a lot of marijuana over a long period of time uh, you actually you know, it's it's a calming and a numbing, if you will, uh effect and it, it causes a, a a real melancholy. No one's gonna argue with that a very melancholy disposition. And this some this a lot of times leads to uh not just melancholy but but just outright depression. Well then these people uh take Clonopin, they take Xanax, uh, they take some of these other, uh, narcotics. And, uh, and a lot of these can have homici- homicidal, also suicidal effects. Uh, and so they can really, really, uh, be, be dangerous. So we're going to study this a little bit more, but I want to get into, uh, the direction we're going with pot versus the direction we're going with guns that I want to tie that together with the extreme hypocrisy in this nation. And I'm going to point out a couple of just extreme, completely extreme uh, cases where the government is being so unbelievably hypocritical uh, about guns. Uh, And then there are some just ball-faced, flat-footed, outright lies that are being told. So uh, when we come back, I want to I wanna look into this, and uh, we'll be right back here in just a moment.
1: If you try to buy a car recently, you realize there's such a chip shortage, you may have a hard time finding what you're looking for. People I know have actually bought vehicles from hundreds of miles away from where they live. That's where Red River Your Way comes in. Red River Your Way is a big old car dealership in the middle of the USA that believes in freedom, including... Your freedom to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV the way you want to. You can buy it online and they'll drive it to you no matter where you are. Red River Your Way wants to make your car buying experience as easy and transparent as possible. That's why they've added technology to their website to put you in complete control of your payment options and allows you to complete the entire purchase process online. But don't worry, Red River experts are still here to help you every step of the way if you have any questions. Red River makes it so easy. As you browse their selection, you'll see each vehicle has a button that says explore payment options on it. Clicking that button guides you through a few easy questions and then create personalized payment options you have complete control over. All you have to do is adjust your preferences and all the math happens automatically so you can figure out what monthly payment works best for your budget. Red River Your Way makes car buying online easy. Your whole car buying process is completely transparent. If you wanna buy a car, truck, van, or SUV, order online from the nationwide car dealer that believes in freedom. The dealer that will deliver your vehicle to your front door no matter where you live, RedRiverYourWay.com. You will be glad you did. Let me once again express how thankful we are to our advertisers. I want to mention a couple of them to you. They make it possible for us to do what we do. Like my friend Justin mentioned, M-I-N-T-O-N, Minton in Benton. Now, Justin's a former insurance adjuster who left the insurance industry, to become a private lawyer, founded the Minton Law Firm to help injured people fight against powerful insurance companies and corporations. And he has sure helped me out with the three automobile accidents I've been in since 2019. The Minton Law Firm has a great team of lawyers, including the 2016 Trial Lawyer of the Year and the 2016 Outstanding Young Lawyer of the Year. The insurance companies take Justin Minton and his team of lawyers seriously because they know they can and will take your case to trial if need be. So whether you want to go to trial or settle out of court, it's a really good idea to have a knowledgeable trial attorney on your side. Justice team aims to bring justice to clients who have been injured and need somebody to stand up for them. No matter what the injury, Justin Minton, make sure the Minton Law Firm always works hard for you. Whether you're in a car wreck, hurt at the job, or you or a loved one is suffering from the carelessness of another, If you're in Arkansas, Justin Minton Law, M-I-N-T-O-N, Minton and Benton, is here to help you. Just call the Minton Law Firm, 501-943-4195, or visit JustinMintonLaw.com today.
0: You're listening to the Doc Washburn Podcast. This is Donnie Copeland sitting in for Doc Washburn. So thankful that you've joined us. We've got some live uh, listeners here, and we're just thrilled that you're here with us. We're talking about... The direction we're going as a nation, legalizing and just making pot so accessible, so easy to get our hands on, uh, and then we're wanting to make guns uh, obsolete, and I say we, the Democrats and probably some moderate Republicans, uh, when uh, I, I read something the other day, and I, I believe that Doc is the one that sent it to me. He said, "Look, when said when nine eleven happened, we didn't outlaw airplanes. We just fortified the cockpits. We just made it where you couldn't get in the cockpits. This is not hard, folks. The doors were wide open to that school uh, around. You know, when I was in the legislature, one of the things it wasn't a requirement. One of the things we regularly did. Was visit the schools in our, uh, districts. And it was just, you know, something that I enjoyed. Uh, and I cannot think of going to one school, elementary, middle school, or high school that I could walk, I couldn't walk in as a state legislator. I could not walk into any school. I had to be buzzed in Then once I got into, uh, the, the, the median area, then I had to be uh, they questioned me that I had to be buzzed in from there. So I did, I couldn't just walk into a school. And, uh, that's in this day and age, uh, especially, uh, but what we have happening right now, we have this onslaught of, you know, uh, pot just being, and, and the reason we are, uh, seeing this is because these states can get their grimy hands on tax dollars. It's something else. To make legal, uh, so that they can make tax money off of it. And they, they have these monopolies with these, uh, pot dealers and growers in these particular states. And it's nothing but a, it's nothing but a cash cow. Uh, and, and yet I'm reading you an article from psychology today about the, the link between violence and marijuana yet we are expanding the freedom of marijuana, uh, and and if you smoke marijuana uh, and you smoke it really heavily, there is a great chance that it's going to cause some psychosis, and the psychosis, depending on the person you are, uh, can cause violence. Uh, a gun uh, in and of itself, no more than marijuana just sitting there it has to be ingested. A gun in the hands of the wrong person uh, can cause uh, horrible, horrible things as we well know. But the vast, vast majority of Americans are not violent. They are not uh, criminals. Uh, and so the criminals are always gonna have guns. Uh, that's what criminals do. Criminals break the law. So you can make all the laws you want and then the the criminals will have guns and and the law-abiding citizens won't i'm sitting here in my home studio uh, at 1:23 a.m. in the morning uh, recording this episode 160 and if someone were to kick in my front door right now and i live in a very nice very safe neighborhood but there are no guarantees uh, th- uh and, and if if, uh, politicians had their way, I would have no way to defend myself other than hand to hand combat or a knife or, you know, picking up something. Uh, but they would love to be able to take the ability to defend myself because of some, some homicidal maniacs. Yet, uh, they have armed guards. They have armed guards in their neighborhoods. They have armed guards at the Capitol. We have armed guards at banks. We have armed guards at sporting events. We have armed guards uh, at museums. We have armed guards uh, even in malls. We have armed guards uh, in corporate headquarters. And yet we do not want to put armed guards in our schools, to protect our most vulnerable and most innocent citizens, it makes no sense. It is nothing but a gun grab is what it is so let's let 's move on with this psychology today article we 're talking about how marijuana has been linked to violence and oh, by the way, if you go back and you look at everybody that most everybody that has shot up a school. Uh, that has done something, whether it's the Virginia Tech shooter, whether it's the school shooter in Michigan, whether it was the, uh, school, sh- the, the synagogue shooter, uh, in Pittsburgh, whether it was the school shooter in Florida, whether it was the school shooter, uh, in, uh, Connecticut, whether it was the school shooter, uh, in, uh, uh, uh Texas. Most of these people had heavy, heavy marijuana use, which causes psychosis, which causes schizophrenia, which gets them on Xanax or Clonopin, which causes homicidal and uh, suicidal tendencies. Um, so what makes a new study? I'm, I'm in psychology today. Uh, this article is by uh, Douglas Fields, Ph.D., uh, it was March 20 of 2016. Um, it says, what makes the new study more compelling than previous studies? Listen to this. Researchers follow the same individuals for over 50 years, from a young age to adulthood. This is precisely what one needs to solve the chicken or egg riddle with respect to cannabis and violence. Just look and see which one happens first. The subjects were, in the, the, the subjects were in the Cambridge Study in Delinquent Development, comprised of 411 boys who were born around 1953 and living in working-class urban neighborhoods of London. Ninety-seven percent of them were Caucasian, and all of them were raised in two-parent households. The researchers took into consideration factors, including antisocial uh, traits as assessed by the antisocial personality scale, alcohol use, drug use, cigarette smoking, mental illness, uh, and family history. Here's what they found. Most of the participants never used cannabis, and they were never reported to have violent behavior. 38% of the participants did try cannabis at least once in their life. Most of them experimented with cannabis in their teens, but then stopped using it. However, 20% of the boys who started using pot by age 18 continued to continued to use it through middle age, 32 to 48 years of age. One fifth of those who were pot smokers, 22% reported violent behavior that began after, after, after beginning to use cannabis. Whereas only uh, 0.3% reported violence before using weed continued use of cannabis over the lifetime of the study was the strongest predictor of violent convictions even when other factors that contribute to violent behavior were considered in the statistical analysis in conclusion the results show that continued cannabis use is associated with sevenfold greater odds for subsequent commission of violent crimes. The level of risk is equivalent to the increased risk of lung cancer from smoking cigarettes over a similar duration, 40 years. In other words, you have just as much likelihood of developing lung cancer, smoking cigarettes for 40 years, as you do developing violent tendencies by smoking pot for 40 years, the authors suggest that the impairments in neurological circuits controlling behavior may underlie impulsive violent behavior as a result of cannabis altering the normal neutral functioning in the ventrolateral prefrontal cortex. And so, there's some other. Uh, of other uh documents supporting documents i'll post this on our uh website or, or rather on our uh, facebook page and you can check it out see what you think about it but here's the thing that i find the most amazing the thing that i found the most amazing is that we have this all-out uh legalization of a pot uh and and it's everywhere i'm, I'm in arkansas Country, uh, uh, I start to say far right, but it's not. We're, we're more of a purple state, actually. Um, but, uh, you know, in presidential elections and so forth, we vote heavily Republican, but we're, we're not a conservative state when it comes to our legislature by any stretch. Uh, socially, yes. Physically, absolutely not. But be that as it may, we have passed. Marijuana, but you know why we passed marijuana because so the government could get their hands on more money, plus there's so much graft, there's so much uh, politics that's played in this. only a few places can get a growing permit, only a few can get a dispensary uh, and it's some kind of uh, uh, a lottery or some garbage uh, and and these places are just overran with people. Uh, getting pot Louisiana has passed uh, medicinal mar- medicinal marijuana uh, arkansas has passed medicinal medicinal marijuana it 's just a matter of time before they pass the recreational because they they can 't resist the money. Listen, they would give you rat poisoning if if they thought they could get by with it i 'm talking about uh, Politicians and they could get, uh, tax money or they could get money off of, uh, a rat poisoning dispensary. Uh, and, and so, uh, we have these, this juxtaposition, juxtaposition of marijuana being, uh, more and more available, more and more, uh, espoused, uh, to be uh, legalize, and then we want to clamp down on on guns. We want to clamp down on self defense when pe- good people with guns never hurt anybody except for criminals ever. That doesn't happen, uh, and yet these very people—I want to get to the hypocrisy part of this—the very people that are advocating. Uh, for some kind of gun laws, have people with guns protecting them. How big of a hypocrite can you be? Uh, furthermore, the same people that are advocating for gun control sent guns to Mexico, thousands of guns to Mexico. The same people that are uh, advocating for uh, gun control Owen oh, by the way wants to outlaw certain guns uh in America. Uh they would like to outlaw all guns, don't get me wrong, but there's certain guns they're really after. They sent those same guns to uh, to some of our uh allies. Uh Ukraine uh, is the latest example. They sent the very guns that they're trying to outlaw here to Ukraine. For them to do what? To defend themselves against Russians. Okay, think about that with me for a moment. Politicians sent the guns that they want to outlaw here to the Ukra- to Ukraine to protect them against Russians, but want to take them from you to protect your, your, you and your family against criminals. Think about that for a moment and that is the hypocrisy um, fast and furious sent thousands of guns to mexico but man they sure want to take your gun think about the hypocrisy uh you know want to outlaw certain types of guns and certain uh barrels and certain but but sent those guns in mass, sent guns to Afghanistan, sent guns to Iran so they could protect themselves from uh, gangs and uh, protect them, uh, the people there from uh, the bad guys. But they want to take guns from you. The only reason they want to take guns from you is so they can control you. That's the only reason. That is the only reason they know, and I know, and you know that good people uh, law abiding citizens don't shoot up schools law abiding citizens don't shoot up synagogues law abiding citizens uh, don't shoot up um, churches it, it is it is homicidal criminals who will always find a way. With with more guns than there are people in America, they will always find a way to get a gun. And if they don't have a gun, you know what they'll do? They'll run a vehicle up in the middle of a school through a fence into a playground because that's what homicidal maniacs do. They, they wreak havoc on society and you better have somebody and it's not a bobby in London that's got all they have is a baton, uh, or somebody like in Sweden that's trying to tackle somebody with a, with a machine gun. They better have equal firepower and the more people, the merrier. I'm going to tell you something else. And I said I wasn't going to opine much and I'm not going to go very far, but I guarantee you if those policemen uh, in Uvalde would have stepped back and let those parents, many of those parents who were armed, uh, would have let them into those schools. I grant you that some of those very parents' children would be in their arms tonight. They would be kissing them good night. Uh, they would have kissed them good night a few hours ago as they uh, drifted off to sleep. But instead, they're either planning a funeral or just had a funeral uh because they were prevented from protecting their families and so um you know the 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 hypocrisy is is palpable the hypocrisy that uh we can send guns guns that America bought we can send to Afghanistan we can send to I- Iran we can send to Iraq We can send to the Ukraine, but we want to take them from citizens here. Why? Because they want to render you powerless. Oh, not today, not tomorrow. But why? Why Why would you take a gun from somebody that's law-abiding? If you want to focus, go out and get every felon, round them up, and get the guns away from them because it's illegal for them to own them anyway. But it's not illegal for me to own them or for you to own them, but it is for them. But that's not what they want to do. They want to take your gun. Uh, and so if someone were to kick in your door tonight, this morning, tomorrow, or whenever you listen to this, you call 911. Oh, by the way, uh, the same people want to take your gun want to defend, defund the police. You want to talk about hypocrisy? The very people that want to take your gun, want to defund the police and replace them with social workers so that when someone kicks down your door and they've got a shotgun or they've got uh, handguns and there's two or three of them and they want to tie up your family and and molest or rape your 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 family uh they want to make it to where not only do you not have a gun you can't call the police because they remember they want to defund the police have we forgotten that so they want to take your ability to defend yourself and then they want to take the ability to call somebody that could defend you, which most times is going to be too late anyway. And if you don't believe that, ask the 19 families that are bearing their children, ask the uh, two families of the two teachers that were killed. And there were police there, but they, uh, again, I'm not going to opine on that because I don't know everything that went on, uh, but suffice to say it was too late. So the very people, the, the, uh, the Pelosi's, the, the Shifts, uh, th- these people, uh, want to take, uh, your ability to defend yourself, but also the AOCs, the, the Tlaibs want to, to defund the police. So you have nobody to call. What's the end game here? Call a social worker. Maybe she'll write up a report about who raped your family while you were tied up and, and, uh, and, and slit the throat of everybody in your family. Oh, by the way, while they, uh, are asleep tonight with armed guards around them. The irony, the hypocrisy. And so, uh, listen. Whether it be with the vaccination, uh, whether it be with, uh, anything that is going on, uh, man, we, it, if there was ever a time that we have to resist, we must resist. We have to re- resist now. Uh, we're gonna uh, take a quick break, come back. I want to talk to you, uh, about not only the hypocrisy, not only about pot and guns. I want to talk to you about the outright lies that are being told by uh, the left. And uh, we'll be back here in just a second.
1: We talk a lot about pushing back against the overreach of the federal government. What better example would there be than Obamacare? Are you like most Americans? Did Obamacare, the so-called Affordable Care Act, Make your health care more expensive? Does your health insurance premium feel like a second mortgage? Does your sky-high deductible prevent you from going to the doctor? Do your sky-high copays keep you from going to the doctor? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you need to go to a website called MyFamilyHealthPlan.com. When you click on MyFamilyHealthPlan.com, you see the big, bold letters, affordable plans. Save 30 to 50% on premiums, personalized health coverage, low to no deductible, no co And then that big, beautiful red button that says schedule, call now. You click on the red button. You book a free consultation with my friend Art Wilborn. He makes sure there are no gaps in your coverage, and he also makes sure that your personalized health coverage gives you a plan that doesn't force you to cover things like abortion, horrible things which would deeply offend your deeply held religious beliefs. MyFamilyHealthPlan.com. Affordable plans. Save 30 to 50% on premiums, personalized health coverage, low to no deductible, no co-pays. Click the big red button, schedule a call now, book a free consultation with Art Wilborn. He makes sure there are no gaps in your coverage. Save money on your insurance at MyFamilyHealthPlan.com. All right, let me ask you this. Does your financial advisor take the time to listen and get to know you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situations change? When you work with Jonathan Presswood, he focuses on what's important to you. He uses an established process to help you achieve your unique goals, whether that's preparing for retirement, making your money last in retirement, planning your estate or inheritance, preparing for the unexpected or anything else. Jonathan Presswood can help. Now, what should you do if you leave a job and have a 401k or other retirement plan? Or if you're getting close to retirement or already in retirement, call my friend Jonathan Presswood today. He'll help you create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And he'll partner together with you to help your strategy stay on track no matter what life throws at you. Listen, we can all dream of having a perfect retirement, but how many of us will actually experience it? No matter where you are today, Jonathan Presswood is offering a free retirement analysis to figure out where you'd like to be and what it will take to get you there, and there's no obligation. Contact Jonathan Presswood, a financial advisor with Edward Jones Investments, today at 501-303-4844. Again, that's 501-303-4844. Don't wait. Call Jonathan Presswood today at 501-303-4844. Now, if you're like me, you can't remember phone numbers, go to our website, DocWashburnShow.com. Just click on the link to Jonathan Presswood and Edward Jones. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC.
0: You're listening to the Doc Washburn Show, and uh, this is episode 160 of the Doc Washburn podcast. And I am Donnie Copeland, sitting in for Doc Washburn, and he will be back on Monday. And, uh, he is really anxious to get back in the saddle. And, uh, had one of our listeners say, Hey, uh, how ironic there was a, uh, there was a Dot Washburn in Panama City he said, How ironic that they had the same name. That is the same Doc Washburn. Doc Washburn actually was in Panama City. And, uh, and so, uh, I know he would love to hear from you. I know he was on the radio there for a while, uh, way back. It's been, yeah, quite a few years. Uh, but, um, you know, we, we're talking about how uh, pot is tied to violence. And, and just hold on because a lot of you think of, about this as a uh, kind of almost like a counterintuitive thing. I mean, I thought pot made you mellow. I'm not talking about smoking pot one time, ten times, a hundred times. I'm talking about long term pot use causes psychosis and then psychosis especially given Xanax given Clonopin uh given some of these mind altering drugs uh contributes greatly to uh the uh, onset of uh after uh after psychosis then there becomes uh all of a sudden uh, all of a sudden violence uh obesity kills 76,000 Americans per year over five times the deaths have attributed to gun violence. this needs to stop. We need common sense of obsessity. I'm sorry, obesity control legislation. get it done. Our future depends on it. Um, let's see uh, okay uh this is uh, I, i'm I'm kind of I'm kind of um, deviating here. But but what I want to show you is this, whether it be on guns, whether it be on marijuana, whether it be on COVID vaccinations, um keep in mind Bill Gates and a lot of the elitists have said the world is overpopulated. Now if if you will actually look at uh demographic scientists if you'll look at people that actually know what they're talking about when it comes to population you will find and and you know this innately that the, the the idea that the world is overpopulated is is a is a ball face lie uh and that was not the lie that i referred to i was talking about guns and lies and pot and lies actually and school safety and lies uh but but this idea that the world's overpopulated. Have you ever been driving like right outside of New York City, driving outside of um LA? You've been driving you ever driven from LA to uh San Diego and seen how much barren land is there? You ever driven upstate New York and see uh, mile after mile, thousands upon thousands of acres of barren land. Go to Dallas, Fort Worth, get out just outside of the DFW area, and you'll see miles and miles and miles. Even in the city, you'll see miles and miles of of land. Um, are there areas of the world like in New Delhi? Are there areas of the world in some of these uh, 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 underdeveloped countries? Where they, they are there's a lot of population in, in a small place, absolutely. And, and it's devastating, but, but the world itself is not overpopulated, but these globalist elitists, uh, from what, what this says right here, and I'm going to play it for you here and hopefully you can hear it. Their goal, uh, is to reduce the world's population by, by 50%. Listen to this. It's really a purpose-driven company, Andrew. I think that uh, it's really a fulfillment of a dream that we had together with my leadership team when we started in 19. Uh,
1: The first week we met in January of 19 in California and to set up the goals for the next five years. And one of them was by 2023, we will reduce the number of people in the world by 50%. I think today this dream is becoming... Right, so it's really a purpose.
0: So did you hear that? Uh and I would like to to get the context to be to be fair. But he said the the one of their goals was to reduce the world's population by fifty percent. Now is that through abortion? Is that through uh vaccination? Um uh, you know here 's my thing if If you want to reduce the carbon footprint, then quit flying their jets. If you want to reduce the number of guns, then tell your armed guard to give up his gun. Start with you. If you want uh to reduce the world's population, then you got full control of that. Start with you. Start with your family. If you want to reduce the world's population, why is it that socialists and communists always want uh, guns reduced, but they don't want to take their guns? They want people... Obama always said you need to give your fair share, and people need to give more. Well, you start it. Give all your money away. Sell all your houses. Reduce your carbon footprint. Dude, you got four or five houses. Bernie... Uh, You keep talking about the carbon footprint. Well, get rid of three or four of your houses. And so, you know, these people want you to do it, but they don't want to do it. But a leader says, let me go first. And so, Albert Borla, CEO of Pfizer, you want to reduce the world's population by 50 percent? Why don't you reduce your family by 50 percent? Why don't you start there? And see how you like that. So, uh, amazing. It's amazing. Um, the, again, we go back to this proliferation of pot. It's amazing. If you think about it, we are expanding the access to pot. We are, tr- we, we, I say we they are expanding the access to pot which causes psychosis which causes violence they are trying to reduce the access to guns where by law-abiding people with a gun actually decreases violence and the violent and the criminal will always have guns. That's just, that's common sense. If you don't believe it, just look at Chicago. Everybody says, well, I'm tired of you talking about Chicago. Uh, I'm tired of uh, uh, conservatives keep mentioning Chicago. Well, I'm going to keep mentioning it because that's what you want the entire United States to be. You want the entire United States to be a complete sewer like Chicago, which where only the criminals have guns and everybody else is vulnerable to the criminals because they're going to have the guns. And so, uh, it just, it's, it's unbelievable. But, but the lies, uh, the, the ball face lies, like things like, uh, you know, uh, guns kill people. No, bad people with guns kill people. Um, uh, I like what Scott Ananall said. It's per- perfectly feasible to homeschool your children with a Bible, a hymnal, a math book, and a library card. I'm going to talk about that, uh, if I get a chance tomorrow. I'm going to talk about, uh, how you, you have been intimidated and you have bought, or we have bought the lie that you have to have a educational system uh, to educate your children you have to have these PhDs you have to have seven superintendents uh, for one little school and four or five principals and you got to have all this stuff to to educate children and I'm going to take you back to a time when the most educated people in in the history of this nation were educated in the sanctuary of of a church uh, by a guy probably with a 6th or 7th grade education. Um, D.C. juries keep convicting Trump supporters on 1A uh, First Amendment exor- uh, exercises and no one cares. Um, Julie Kelly is a hero, man. She is. She is. She's a good one. Um, let, let's come right back. I'll come right back here in a moment. Uh, we're going to finish the show. I want to talk about, we've talked about the guns. We've talked about the pot. We've talked about the hypocrisy. I want to close out with the outright lies that the left is telling about guns. And uh, we'll be back here in just a moment.
1: I'd like to help you with some health issues. You have migraines, neck pain, back pain, vertigo, acid reflux, eczema, problems with your blood sugar, maybe even hay fever. Okay, let's do a little test. Look at the mirror. Does one eye look bigger than the other? Are your eyes off balance? Are your shoulders off balance? Look at a picture of yourself. Are you tilting your head to the left or the right instead of sitting up or standing up straight? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, you probably need to get your atlas adjusted. That's how I got rid of my migraines, neck pain, and hay fever. Let me explain to you how it works because it's the best kept secret in American healthcare. Your skull weighs anywhere from 8 to 15 pounds. It rests on the top bone of your spinal column, the atlas, which only weighs 2 ounces. So it's really easy for your atlas to get out of alignment. If it does, your whole spinal column can get kinked up like a chain, restricting your central nervous system's ability to send impulses to the rest of your body. It can affect your respiratory system, reproductive system, circulatory system, even digestive system, and yes, it can cause migraines, neck pain, back pain, acid reflux, eczema, vertigo, problems with your blood sugar, do yourself a favor. If you're in Arkansas, call my friends at the Arkansas Upper Cervical Center, 501-279-2009, for a free consultation to see if you need to get your atlas adjusted, because you probably do. If you're outside central Arkansas, go to their website, turnmypoweron.com, and click on Find a Doctor Near You. And
0: I sure hope you can. All right. Had a couple of great uh, comments here. Uh, Says, uh, let's see. No, it wasn't uh, Klaus Schwab. That was the head of uh, Bill Gates' The Worst uh cemetery bride said like the show thank you so much yeah exactly they talk about climate change but obama's building a multi-million dollar house on the beach of hawaii Uh, potty is terrible for people with mental illness no doubt about it gun laws only affect law-abiding citizens not criminals they're going to get guns regardless felons aren't allowed to have guns but they're arrested with them daily so so very true uh and you know, the, the, the problem is as Americans, when something tragic and as horrible as this happens, um, we, we tend to, uh, just like with the, the, the coronavirus, we tend to give up our freedoms far too easily and not think about the long-term implications. And I think it's imperative that we do so. Um and so, uh, Buzz, uh, Patterson said, I don't know a single former military or law enforcement official who wouldn't volunteer today to patrol our schools armed. I have my hand in the air. Uh, yeah, if we wanted to protect schools, we would. I did an episode a few nights ago, uh, about, uh, abortion and, and, uh, and, and uh, school shootings. And if we wanted to end school shootings, I don't think the left wants to end school shootings because uh it's it's too good I know this is so uh, uh, horrible uh, but it's too good of an opportunity when uh, children are killed for them to make a gun grab uh, and, and listen, don't be too shocked because. If, if they will advocate and celebrate children being burned alive in, in the womb, and children being pulled apart in the womb, and children's heads being crushed, uh, by forceps in, in the womb, uh, they have no problem sacrificing children, uh, in a school, and I'm talking about the left. They have no problem with that, uh, to get the, listen, l- leftists and Democrats are just like terrorists. Yeah, terrorists will use children as cover. Democrats and liberals do the exact same thing, uh, 100%. Um, so uh, Red River Your Way every day brings us the tweet of the day. The tweet of the day is brought to you by Red River Your Way. Red River uh, Your Way is that uh, freedom-loving car dealership uh, where you can go online to Red River Your Way. You can create uh, and pick out the car you want. You can figure out your financing. And then once everything's completed, they'll deliver right to your door. Uh, our staff here drives, uh, vehicles from Red River Your Way, uh, bought and paid for, not, not, uh, given to us. And, uh, but they have been tremendous to us. Also, uh, I'm a huge advocate of Mitch Ward and Red River Your Way. And, uh, also, Uh, All of our sponsors, we use uh, all of our sponsors. Uh, uh, B. Light said a man put out an illegal rifle and began shooting at people attending a party in Charleston, West Virginia on Wednesday. A woman attending the party drew her legal gun and killed him. No one at the party was injured. How much attention will the mainstream media and Congress give to the story? They will give zero because it does not fit the, the narrative. Uh, Al Sparks said this is why they want to take away your guns. Did you know American veterans fought tyranny at home in the Battle of Athens? In 1946, American World War II veterans organized an armed revolt and used rifles to overthrow brutal politicians and police in order to ensure honest elections. After authorities locked themselves in the local jail, veterans suspicious of foul play gathered weapons and exchanged fire from across the street. The authorities surrendered at the citizens of Athens, Tennessee, and the, the citizens of Athens, Tennessee set up their own government. I'd like to read more about that. I wasn't uh, aware of that. Um, uh, no one from the Daily Wire, the Blaze, the Daily Call, or anything uh, or other blog is going to make you famous on Twitter. Uh, let's see. Okay. I don't know. I'll read that. Uh I see many calls to bring back insane asylums, and I don't necessarily disagree, but I think the right uh, better do something some serious thinking about who controls the mental health profession and how many of those professionals would consider you insane uh, for your views. Be careful what you wish for. Uh, Soviets used mental illness as rationale for sending the non-compliant Russians to the gulags. Uh, that is that is absolutely true. Um, so, uh well, that does it for tonight's uh, show, or whenever you listen. This has been episode 160. I'm Donnie Copeland, uh, sitting in for Doc Washburn. This is the Doc Washburn uh, podcast. And uh, I'm going to do a show tomorrow because I owe you one more show. Uh, I've been doing the show now for about three or four weeks. Doc will be back on Monday and start out with uh, episode 162. I'm going to do episode 161. And uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for being here. Thank you to all of our sponsors. Hope you have a great weekend. And uh, I hope to see you. Hold on. We got another uh, message here. Let me. uh, Yes, you're exactly right. I find it awfully crazy how these cops let the shooter be there for almost an hour before cops went in but they sure were making sure the parents wouldn't rush in because they're wanting to because they wouldn't go in. They had five cops on one dad because he was wanting to go in to the school himself. Uh, this kid had even warned on Facebook he was going to do this. Uh, how is it that Facebook finds a post that's misinformation in five minutes, but not one like that? Uh, so true. Uh, also uh, to um, cemetery uh, what was, let's see, uh, cemeteries, um, uh, uh, messages or, uh, notes there is that, um, you know, it's amazing that, uh, these parents again wanted to go in. The cops didn't want them to go in. Uh, man, I'm just, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not somebody. That finds a booger bear or, or, you know, something nefarious. Uh, but, um, I, I just, I don't trust the government. I don't trust the FBI. I don't trust, uh, I, I, I'm a huge supporter of law enforcement, your local police and so forth. Um, I just know there's some really, really odd things uh, about this Uvalde shooting and the lack of response, uh and where this kid got two brand new AR-15s, uh and, and on and on. So I think there's a lot there. I told you the other day, I said there's going to be things come out about this shooter and about that situation. It's going to come out after the shock is worn off, and if it would have come out earlier, there would be an outcry like you wouldn't believe. Because that's how they do it. They they leak it out. Because they know we're going to find it anyway. If you don't believe it, go back and do a little bit of study of the Las Vegas shooting. That makes no sense whatsoever. Uh, you'll never tell me that we know a third of what actually went on in Las Vegas. Um, but, but that's another uh, episode for another day. Uh, and this is episode 160. I am Donnie Copeland it in for Doc Washburn. Doc Washburn will be back on Monday. Uh, and, uh, of course, you are, uh, let me put it this way. Doc Washburn will be back for episode 162. Uh, I'll be doing episode 161 uh, tomorrow or maybe Sunday and go ahead and release that. This will be ready for download in just a few moments. I will uh, have it ready for you. Thank you for hanging out with me.